Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the conversation where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on today's topic. My name is JR, IT tech, web admin, and board member for the Love Yourself Foundation. And I'm Ayla. I am the podcast production intern for LYF, and we are your hosts. Hosts for this first endeavor for the both of us. Ayla, it's good to see you. Good to see you. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. A little nervous, just, you know. Just a just a tiny teeny bit nervous. Uh, this is something that we haven't done before, right? Uh, this is kind of a new venture for us, uh, but it's also important for us to mention that this is just an addition to the Love Yourself Foundation podcast, um, and it's basically where we're just going to have a conversation about particular topics um, that we come up with in order to kind of spark that kind of engagement. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. The goal is really to explore and understand from our different backgrounds and see how we can love ourselves in different ways. And I love that. And really the goal is to start a conversation, not just for ourselves, but for everyone listening uh, in order to better understand ourselves, one another and mother earth. So, definitely. you know, uh, let's just get it started. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, speaking of being nervous, it really fits this week's topic, which is compassion. And we're going to be speaking about compassion for ourselves, others, and the planet. And so let's get to it. Let's get to it. Compassion. What is compassion? Now, I had to personally look this definition up because I feel like certain things in our life we might understand, might not understand, uh, but it's just for us to kind of really get a hold of what this is all about. So compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. And, and I really want to point out there that the key word is to alleviate suffering. So I want to mention that in comparison to sympathy, when we have sympathy towards someone, we feel sorry for them. And compassion is like that, except we want to help them. And so the real goal here is to make whatever is wrong better. I like that. I, I like that. And I think uh, that's really important too. I, I, the fact that you have mentioned the, the two of them, right, is uh, 
one is showing sympathy for someone, but the other is to actually help that person. Um, and sometimes we might be getting those two confused or we're putting them together, but compassion really is kind of that foundation of trying to help one another. And I think that that is super important nowadays in being compassionate with one another, but also with yourself too. It's just as important. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. I think a lot of times having compassion for yourself isn't necessarily talked about because what right. does that even mean? Right. But um, in my research and looking up the word, I found a definition that said that compassion meant pretty much suffering together. And that um, when we are confronted with another person suffering, that we can feel motivated to relieve that. And I think that when it comes to having compassion for ourselves, it kind of relates in the sense of understanding your position, understanding why it is you're feeling that way and um, ask yourself, what can I do to feel better? I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that um, through kind of that idea of suffering together, um, I, I think that allows us to have one of those kind of shared experiences with one another, even though you may not see eye to eye with somebody or don't know what it is that they are going through. But the fact that you are wanting to be compassionate with that other person to say, hey, I might not have dealt with this before. I might not know what you're really going through, but I'm here for you. And I want to do whatever it is that I can to help either get you better, get you into a better state of mind, uh, to a better place, whatever it may be, uh, that you are just trying to be as much of a human being as possible to another human being. Yeah, I love that. It's really important. I think a lot of times it's because um, I, I would think, how is it different than empathy? But I think the key thing is the desire to help and actively have that action to be like, OK, well, I want to be here for you. I want to make this better. And even to yourself, like I, I want to understand what's happening and um, want to give myself a break, really. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that too uh brings up another good point about compassion and, and that idea of it being towards yourself right um i am guilty of not always being so compassionate to myself this is something that i've had to try to learn on my own uh for the past maybe year or so the pandemic definitely kind of kick-started a lot of that uh, mentality too but i've always kind of been that person where i'm more than happy to do whatever it is that i need to do in order to help somebody else um, that's just how I've always been. That's always been my mentality, but not necessarily towards uh, myself sometimes, you know? And I think that um, that actually has kind of a negative effect of your uh, mental state just because, you know, you got to love yourself too, um, not to <laughs> coin the phrase of this organization, but it's just, it's just <laughs> as important as helping somebody else that it is to help yourself because um, at the end of the day, you know, you are with yourself and you need to be able to do whatever you can to make sure that you're, you as a person is um, in the best shape as possible, whether that may be physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, but that kind of builds that base. You know what I mean? That kind of puts you in a certain state of mind where, okay, I am compassionate towards myself. I do love myself. Now I can allow myself to do that for others as well. So that's a great point, JR. I, 
I really want to um, point out something. And that's the common phrase that you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. And I want to mention this because oftentimes that phrase is frowned upon or um, it's really embraced and people don't really know the meaning behind it. And I want to mention this because a lot of times it's hard to um, progress or get past something when you aren't compassionate. And that's kind of how it relates because um, say you're going through something and, and you're beating yourself up over it and um, you're hard on yourself. And I, I definitely relate to that. I'm, it's very hard for me to be self-compassionate sometimes just because you have a standard that you want to meet, right? Um, but once you can allow yourself to um, be more understanding and uh, not be so hard on yourself, it really allows you to move forward, to become better. And therefore, um, when you interact with other people and they are going through something, you also can be more compassionate towards them because you understand that we're all human. Right. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all fail. We all have bad days. Some days are just really bad, but it's looking at those days and saying like, it's okay. We can move forward and tomorrow can be better. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I like the fact that you have brought that up too about the, you know, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. And I think a lot of us kind of see that kind of displayed all over the place, especially if you're on social media, of course, you're scrolling a little bit, you see that phrase come up. Do you really understand what that means? Do you actually put that into your life and try to make that something that you live by? And it is one of those things where you need to be able to um, understand what that self-compassion is in order to be compassionate to others. Cause I think for me, it's kind of hypocritical a little bit, right? How is it that you can be compassionate towards other people if you can't even be compassionate towards yourself? And I know that that is difficult. I've run into that multiple times, just as much as you have. Um, but I think in order to really embrace that idea of being compassionate, whether it is towards yourself or to others, you really need to understand, um, that loving aspect of it too, you know, and being able to love who you are, what it is that you believe in order to kind of be on the same playing field or same eye level as other people. And compassion, it's really about loving yourself where you're at, not mm. about who you will be one day or who you were. Um, I think a lot of times we, when we're on our bad days, especially we're like, wow, what's wrong? Right. <laughs> like, I'm so mad. Why am I, why am I failing? Why am I not as good today? Why, why basically, but compassion is really about taking those days and understanding that they're going to happen, but that doesn't mean that that's set in stone every day forever. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's really important. And I also think that going off the phrase of can't love others till you love yourself. Um, I think you can do both at the same time but it's, it's a choice, really. It's not right. something that comes natural, especially with compassion. It takes a lot of effort to say, you know, I did fail. I, I messed up, but, you know, I, I can get better. It really takes like an active choice to sit down and actually believe that in your mind. But I think that once you can get there, it'll definitely change the way that you see the world. Right. Dang, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into some personal experiences of compassion. Do you have any personal experiences when it comes to compassion, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for others, or even Mother Nature and this earth that we live on? 
Yeah, I feel like I can talk about this all day, honestly. And I didn't realize how big this impacted my life until really thinking about the episode. And I was thinking about how much random acts of kindness impacts me and how much um, doing that for others as well. So um, whether it be just holding the door open for someone and them saying thank you or passing by someone and just smiling, like you never you never really think about how smiling at someone can really change their day you don't know what anyone's going through and i think that's something that i try to remember is that no matter how close you are with anyone you you don't know what they're going through or have been through um you don't know their worries and so just having that mindset of treating people with kindness and love um it it's it's beautiful (laughs) it really is yeah and so when I go about my day I try to do whatever I can when I see things to um, be compassionate towards others and try to try to offer them any support where I can see whether it's holding the door like I said or Mm -hmm. maybe complimenting them if they look like they are just down you know and I always be authentic too you don't have to lie to people right right? I was just about to bring that up too it's got to come from a genuine place Definitely. And um, I think that once you're once you're looking for those genuine things, you'll start to see more beauty in the world. And um, that really leads on to being compassionate for the planet, because if you think about it, you're like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. But it's really about caring for the earth that we live on because it's a living thing Um, and uh, caring when there's trash on the ground or people are littering and um, caring about like your pollution contribution to the environment mm-hmm. um having compassion is really just saying like that's not right and i i should do what i can to to counterbalance that <laughs> right 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 yeah I, i'm totally there with you too on on all of those things um i will have to say though and this is more of a mission on my end is this is something i should say me being a part of the love yourself foundation and me kind of coming on late last year um and joining the foundation um i have to admit that i am not too well versed with a lot of the aspects that come along with this kind of collective um and this is something i'm still trying to learn every day right i'm trying to gather as much information from others uh about um you know healing of the planet um self-compassion compassion with others uh, that kind of idea that when you had mentioned about the planet and being compassionate towards the planet, um, that is something that I'm still trying to learn. I'm not the best at it, and I will be 100% honest with that. Um, and that is something that I'm still trying to get my mind wrapped around is how is it that I can contribute to a better planet? What is it that I can do throughout my household, for example, to yeah. um, be more eco-friendly? Um, and that's something that I haven't done for a very, very long time. And I'm still trying to understand all of that. So I do appreciate you for bringing that up because that is a very important thing. And it's not just between you and me or other people that are here on, the, uh, on earth. It really does come down to mother earth really, because Definitely. if we treat our planet, um, terribly, well, she's just going to give us right back what we deserve. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, something that I'm still trying to understand, actually. Um, I want to mention, because I, I know a lot of people do feel that way. And 
um, around two, three years ago, I got really into self-discovery and I, I spent a lot of my time researching everything that could possibly tell me about who I am, any test, any book, anything that I can read that can have some sort of framework to understand. And I decided to get my bachelor's in psychology to, again, better understand me and other people. And um, I'm going to be graduating with that degree in nice. August. Very Let's excited go. about that. But I mentioned that because it's not something that you ever perfect. Mm. And I know a lot of times we think like, oh, oh my gosh, all these other people are are doing every doing so much more than me. They're they're constantly um, thinking about the planet and other people and they're vegan and they do, right, they do right. all these things. I don't do them. And so you just feel in a comparison um, not as, as good as other people that, that are doing more. But I, I want to mention to that because I, I felt that way for a long time too, that, um, like I mentioned before, it's an active process, loving yourself, compassion, all of it is about actively choosing to grow, actively choosing to learn. And so I think it's great that you are aware one of where you are and constantly looking for um, ways to learn more. I think it's really important and know that I'm constantly learning too. That is reassuring, actually. And I'm glad that you brought that up, too, about uh, it's not about being perfect of the process or being perfect in the uh, many aspects, whether it become to other people or planet Earth. Um, as long as you're doing something, you mm -hmm. know, uh, sometimes the smallest thing makes the biggest impact, you know, and I've been that person, right? I, I'm not a plant-based dieter. I I try to recycle as much as I can, but you know, it, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's enough. And I know that there are a lot of people that are listening that um, know a lot more than I do when it comes to this kind of stuff, that sometimes it feels a little bit, you know, imposter syndrome a little bit, you know, yeah. I, I'm part of this organization, but I, uh, I don't practice a lot of the things that could help um, the planet. But it's not because that I don't want to, it's just because exactly. I'm not aware of it, but because I want to try and do better I, I think that's what's most important and probably ties into being compassionate is understanding that you know you might not understand what these different things are or what is it that you need to do but the fact that you want to change yeah. or want to try to help as much as you can that's what's important mm -hmm. that's what compassion really is all about and so when we're looking at ourselves and saying wow i i should be doing more or, or i'm not doing it right um, have self-compassion and know that you do want to get to a place where you feel comfortable, but know that there's, there is no perfect in being human. And that as long as you're actively every day looking for at least one thing you can do, um, whether it's for yourself or others or for the planet, that's, that's all that you can ask of yourself really. Cause right. you, there's new things coming out almost, I feel like every day with, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And, I think that it can be overwhelming to feel like I'm not doing 99% of these right. things. <laughs> but I think that a big part of it just comes from wanting to be like a good human and right. wanting to um, show that love to other people and to everything around you, really. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that you brought up the just the simple act of smiling towards somebody, you know, holding the door for someone. Um, those are kind of things that I've been taught from my parents um, to just be cordial, be polite to your fellow person um, just because, you know, you don't, you, you never know. Right. Mm -hmm. 
It can just take one smile, one hello, how are you, how's your day, to change someone's day, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the the same examples that um, I've gone through, especially now, too, with all the people that I've met uh, through the Love Yourself Foundation and doing Love Yourself Expression. And, um, you know, there are artists that are out here that just need a little bit of help, you know? And um, as of late, I've been trying to... Um, uh, post more of these artists that are here, these local artists, uh, to try to support as much as I can. And, and it's not even just about uh, the artists themselves, but it's the fact that I get to use a platform that I wouldn't normally use before. I just got back on Instagram not too long ago um, and, and be able to know that it can be used for good too. Yeah. And be able to provide that exposure to other people um, and to share their ideals with others. Uh, is is a wonderful thing, and and not only just with that, but I recently for my birthday I did a, a charity uh, where we wrote, raised money for uh, mental awareness and mental health. Um, never done that before, uh, so that was completely new. But having that, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, having that ability to do that is just so wonderful, and it makes you feel good too. You know, it, it, you're not just helping others that are there. Um, you know, a little bit uh, slightly selfish, you know, but I think it's a, it's a good selfish that the fact that you want to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think those kind of acts uh, of kindness really do go a long way for, uh, not just yourself, but for others too. Yeah. And, uh, when you mention it, I actually read that we actually have an instinct for compassion. And this is because obviously like way back when people were um, cavemen, (laughs) they needed to help others in order to have their clan survive. Mm. And so like having that instinct to help wherever they can helped further life. And that has stuck with us today. And obviously it doesn't feel so necessary for survival, but um, I think that you can feel it when you are giving to other people, like even if it, it has nothing to do with you for you, like you can feel that, that satisfaction. Like I know that that was nice and and you definitely feel better after it right oh yeah um it's kind of crazy to think that even that far back uh compassion was still a prominent thing mm-hmm. um or that just the ability to be able to help one another um it was important to survive and i think that even nowadays people tend to forget that that's important mm-hmm. um there are a lot of things that are happened in the world especially last year that um groups of people didn't really see eye to eye Uh, it was hard for us to be compassionate with one another but um i think when you really come down to it if you can see the impact that it really does have to be compassionate Mm -hmm. um, regardless if you believe it or not i think that it does have some kind of powerful effect on all of us to just be kind to one another love one another and and do what's right for one another yeah and i think that it doesn't have to be this big extravagant thing like like we're talking about small things and even with social media like do you know how good it feels when someone comments on your post and it's right. like supportive like like it's it's very nice and so just showing that that support and um that care for other people like the smallest thing like a comment or um 
a compliment it really does it can change people's days and but on on that note I do want to mention that with self-compassion a lot of times we are harder on ourselves than we are other people Mm -hmm. and because of that it's harder for us to to catch that break and so I think that when you are trying to be more compassionate towards yourself it's allowing yourself to understand the the impacts of what's happening and allow yourself to to feel what you're feeling really because I think a lot of times we're like no I can't feel this like like it's bad that I'm feeling sad it's bad that I'm feeling whatever um but to really move forward and to move past the things that are that are causing you to be weighed down you have to feel your feelings Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you have to to allow yourself to remember you're human. I know we keep going back to not being perfect and you'll never be. And it takes yeah. a long time to really let that settle in because I know it's it's desirable to want to be perfect. To, so not want to feel nervous doing the first episode of this podcast to, right. to do whatever, you know. But once you understand that that that's a part of life, you you will look at things a little bit differently. Yeah. Oh, man. That's actually that's really good. I ain't going to even say anything. (laughs) Let's just move on from that because that was absolutely not perfect, but perfect if you get what I'm saying. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, Okay, so we had pulled a couple quotes in regards to compassion. It only takes a split second to smile and forget. Yet to someone that needed it, it can last a lifetime from Steve Maraboli. How do you feel about that? I love it. And it's, it goes back to what I was saying, because you never know what someone's going through. And a lot of times there people can be in a dark place and seeing a smile. They're like, oh, maybe life isn't so bad. Maybe maybe I can I can take a, a break and and really think about um, the positive things, because I, I know that when you're sad, it's easy to get into a spiral and think about all the things to be sad about. Um, but not many people try to twist it and think of all the things that is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the great things in life, like like a, like a nice breakfast in the morning, Ooh. or, or what's the in the, sunlight. What's in, that, what's in that breakfast? <laughs> Take me there. <laughs> Hash browns. Oh yeah. Ham steak. Oh man. Bowl of fruits. All the good things. You know, <laughs> I, I was there for a moment. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's great, and so I think that that just remembering the good things and and trying your best to spread that to other people is is really the best you can do yeah uh, lately i've been kind of trying some different coffee shops that are around in town and i kind of make it an effort to you know it's what 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning they probably had a really busy shift you know at the, the rush hour so to speak mm-hmm. um just to you know ask tell them what my order is and just ask them hey how's your day been yeah you know how's your morning been everything been good and more than not they're willing to just kind of talk to you you know because they're just kind of waiting to just be like oh well this happened or my day's been great it's it's actually been really fun so far and just be able to spark that conversation just you know let them know like hey you're not here just for one thing all right (laughs) we're here to do a job obviously but most importantly how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. treat people like people. Yes, That's exactly. Really, what I have to say. Right. I used to be a server, and and the amount of people that kind of just treated me as someone to get them food, 
is is surprising actually <laughs> and it's sad so it's it's when those when there are those customers that come in and actually genuinely do care about you as a person um you remember that kind of thing and it makes the rest of your shift easier the rest of your day easier and and i think that it's little things like that that you really just have to implement more see and um it just is so kind of serendipitous that, that you had mentioned that because i've always been kind of curious about servers or people who work in the in the food industry of that kind of interaction because not one customer is the same as the other customer right not at all um it's very interesting to see what that dynamic is for you to be able to one do your job mm-hmm. first and foremost but two be able to enjoy whatever the moment is depending on who is there at the time mm-hmm. i think that um during my time i was learning a little bit about passion as well and and trying my best to um when i'm dealing with those type of customers that really just uh are careless um to to try and not place judgment on them and i i know that that's kind of hard for us to to not be angry and not be like whatever mm-hmm. but um i tried my best to say maybe they had a bad day or a long drive or um very hungry maybe they got in a fight before this with a loved one you don't know what happened and so i try my best to um to take away my my prejudgment on their situation and just say the best i can do is is my job and and be myself and and the way they want to treat others isn't isn't on me. It doesn't have a reflection of of my my person. And um, so it, I would kind of just treat interactions that way. But I definitely think um, in a, in a job like that, you need a lot of self compassion because there are a lot of days where you go in and you're like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm too tired for this. I don't want to talk to people or or run food for eight hours. But um, it's really saying, you know, it's been a long day, but you'll get through this. You're doing what you need to do. I know a lot of times that um, it's hard to be in a job that you don't necessarily want to be at. And Mm -hmm. just reminding yourself that you're doing what you need to do at the time being, it's not going to be forever, but um, just, just having that, that compassion for yourself and saying, you know, it's okay. I'm proud of you. We're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really want to, but we're doing this and <laughs> moving forward. And, you know, since then, it, I looking back on it, I remembered the days that were really hard. And I, I now that I look back at it, I'm like, wow, almost over a year ago now. And it's crazy to think of how long those days felt mm. and how fast it went by, really, you know. And so I think that as the more that you can practice that mindfulness in the moment of thinking about um, how you can perceive things a little bit differently how you can try to understand where people are and mm-hmm. understand that you won't understand what what random people are going through i think that that will help tremendously damn what a pro <laughs> pro to see it there's those experiences that you have had doing that job and and working with other people and other customers and, and understanding that has gotten you to this point where you can look back on it and just say, okay, well, that's how it was. I know what it was. I will take all the good that came from that and move on from there, which is, it's a big thing, you know, because a lot of people can just hold on to a whole bunch of stuff from a previous job and not be able to get through it just because that's all you're ever focused on. Um, So I think that's really wonderful that you've gotten that kind of experience. 
Yeah. And I think anyone can do that. I mean, no matter what jobs you've had or haven't had or experiences you ever had, have or haven't had, I'm just thinking and reflecting. I've done a lot of reflecting in my time of understanding self-discovery and self-improvement and um, just just kind of taking a mental check in of, okay, like, where am I at? And, and really diving into where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you happy or sad? And what areas of your life are you happy or sad? And and, and what areas do you wish were better? And it's really taking a mental note of, okay, these are the places that I really want to work on. Um, when I look back on times that I'm like, wow, glad that's done. <laughs> right. I think about how I don't necessarily perceive it as bad because you learn from it and you learn that that's not for you or you learn um, how to be a better person because of it. And it's really just taking that outlook of what can I learn from this um, to move forward and, and know that it doesn't have to continue to impact you when it's mm-hmm. over. I really like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think um, from my background i work in it and uh, i've been doing that for about 16 years now and it really is a customer service job right you are right there with the person that's having an issue and you're just trying to solve whatever that problem is yeah and for that experience um and continues to be an experience is really showing compassion for others because you can see that they're struggling or having a hard time with whatever issue it may be. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. a hardware problem or a software problem, whatever it is, they have an issue and they're seeking help (laughs) from somebody who knows how to fix a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And to be there face to face with somebody and, uh, kind of seeing that panic that they have. Right. Um, and really just hoping that, what you are able to do, what it is that you have the skills for can resolve whatever's happening, um, can really kind of show that humanistic approach to uh, that type of environment is that you want to help as much as you can. Maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't. You'll figure it out and you'll try and fix whatever the issue may be. Um, I, I think that that has really taught me how to be compassionate to others and know that, hey, they might not know everything, but they need your help. So mm-hmm. help as much as possible. And I've been the kind of person to always kind of crack a joke, try to make light of the situation. They're stressed out, right? And they are in this situation where they need as much help as possible. That I try to lighten up the situation, you know, and try to crack a joke, see how they're doing. Same thing that we were talking about with this quote, right? Yeah. Just to kind of break the ice. And make sure to let them know that, hey, things are going to be okay. It might seem like it, the place is on fire at the moment. But um, I think that that really has taught me how to try and um, help a fellow person. And just take that kind of mentality from my job and applying it to things throughout my life um, has really been beneficial. Um. Have you ever had a problem with your computer? It always feels like it happens when you least need it to happen. And so I definitely like I can I can understand the people that that come to you because they definitely come from a place of like, oh, my gosh, is this happening at the worst time? I I need (laughs) like I needed to get this done an hour ago and what's not working? I don't understand. So um, it's definitely under like taking that position and being like, yeah, I've been there. Like, but I'm but I like how you said that. Maybe you know the answer. Maybe you don't know the answer. And I think that that applies to everything in life. Like 
maybe you, you do know exactly what you have to do to fix whatever is happening with you, with someone else, with the planet. Um, maybe you don't. And, and that's okay. But there's so many resources out there. Right. Um, there's people to talk to. There's websites. There's there's so many so many things. And and just because you don't know now doesn't mean that you can't find out. And so I think it's really important to remember that. So I want to mention something else that um, I read about, and that is that self criticism, which is kind of the opposite end of self compassion. Um, which is really common in our society to constantly compare and constantly look at the negative side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not actually helpful. And I know that that sounds kind of interesting because a lot of times we're like criticism leads to improvement because we know what we need to work on, but really it causes us to be in a constant state of, I'm not good enough. I'm constantly failing. I'm, I'm X, Y, Z. And in like, self-compassion is really taking those thoughts and saying no that's happening because of I don't I don't know what I'm doing or I need to I need more practice or I had a long day I need something to eat um I know for me when I when I've had food in a couple hours (laughs) I can't work on much (laughs) (laughs) and so it's really just taking a second and taking a mental inventory of why is it that this is becoming difficult for me or um, helping someone else go through that process of why is it that we're struggling here and saying that um, let's not criticize ourselves. Let's not constantly beat ourselves up for it or criticize other people. Because like you said, um, we're all experts in our own way, in our own field, in our own, whatever we're doing. Um, And a lot of times, just because you're an expert in one thing, that doesn't mean you're an expert in other things. So, so it's really not blaming people for not knowing what they don't know because they know things you don't know and um, saying, okay, well, uh, let's figure out what's going wrong here and um, figure out the plan, figure out the goals, the actions needed to fix it. Yeah. And I I have to agree with you on that too, is there is a lot of things that other people know that you might not know that you have to understand that criticizing someone else for whatever it is that it may be, like you said, doesn't help the situation. Uh, if we really want to change things or understand things, we need to be able to listen to one another. And we need to be able to take in that information, whatever someone else is giving you um, or something that you are trying to understand and really try and bring that all together in order to come to a solution. Because if we just criticize each other, we criticize ourselves. Um, there is no end game to that. You exactly. Know? There's there's nothing that's going to be there, and uh, I think that that's why I tend to listen more, especially when I'm around others that know more about a particular topic or uh, something that's happening in the world. Um, that I can't really give my input or insight on just because I don't know enough about it, but I'm willing to sit back listen and try to understand what mm-hmm. is happening because the last thing you want to do is just start saying a whole bunch of stuff that you don't even know what you're talking about uh because then you're just making the situation even worse because now mm. everyone's confused including yeah. yourself because you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um so yeah i try to to do that as much as possible and i think a lot of people can see that as well especially whatever it is that we're talking about that i don't really have a lot of input and that's not because I don't agree with what's happening. I don't. It's just really because I'm trying to understand as much mm-hmm. as possible. And when you we're talking about self criticism too, 
Um, I totally understand that. Um, I have a kind of self-deprecating humor. So uh, I tend to take myself down a peg or two because I think it's funny. But the more times I do it and the older that I get, I am starting to understand that maybe it was funny back then. But now it's really having a hindrance on your progression in life because now you're starting to believe these things that aren't even true or exactly. that you can't even see what the truth is. You'll get it from other people, you know, compliments or or um, congratulations or things that you are, um, you know, are praised for. But because of this humbling mentality that I have, um, I tend not to see it, which is really not good for me because I need to start seeing that. You know, I need to start accepting that. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think that a lot of times people underestimate the power of their own brain. And um, the way that you talk to yourself really does matter because the more you, you tell yourself things, the more you criticize, even if you think that it's reverse psychology somehow and it's making mm -hmm. you better, um, your brain will start thinking, you know what? I am a failure. I'm not good enough. I'm whatever you're telling yourself. And it removes the confidence that you once had to fix it. And so self-compassion is really important because it will give, it will allow you to continue having the confidence that that problem can be resolved. Right. Um, constantly criticizing yourself makes you insecure because really you're telling yourself over and over that there's problems, that you're not getting things done, that whatever's um, in your in your goals that you're not able to achieve them and uh, obviously that if you even listening to it you can see how negative that is like you can just hear how you don't want to be that way and right. so um, really taking that step and actively trying to distinguish between those those positive and negative thoughts and stopping yourself and mm -hmm. saying you know like this isn't true i can get over this like i can resolve this i may need to talk to somebody else i need to get help um maybe i don't know how to fix my computer and i need to call the it right <laughs> you know i like that uh, i like that mm -hmm. <laughs> i knew you would yeah. <laughs> so i think it's 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 important to think about for sure yeah yeah i i, I do like that quite a bit and uh, you had pretty much hit the nail on the head when you had mentioned about um, not talking down to yourself, you know, and and really bring yourself up as much as you can because that will kind of round you out in a better mental state um, because nothing good comes of talking bad to yourself. I mean, yourself is just one example. Talking bad about other people ain't good either. Obviously. You know? <laughs> I would hope uh, people don't think that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I think everyone has an opinion. I understand that. Mm -hmm. um, but to create this kind of negative space, whether it's in your own head or towards others, um, just is not beneficial for any aspect of life. And I think that that's really important to kind of understand that idea of um, creating that positive energy as much as possible um, because you can really thrive in that situation. And I think two things there. One, if you're constantly criticizing yourself, it'll be easier for you to criticize others, which obviously you want to be able to not 
have that be the first response to a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're constantly putting yourself down, it'll be easier to see someone else mess up and be like, oh, look at you. Like, uh, like of course, that's, you know, you don't want to have that as be your first approach at mm-hmm. all. With self-criticizing, I think that when trying to think positively, it's important not to be disingenuine with yourself. So mm-hmm. you don't want to necessarily lie or um, be arrogant about anything. But it's taking your failures and saying, I know that I can do the work necessary to fix this problem. Right. And so the real point that I wanted to make is that it's it's taking, again, an inventory of, of the situation, taking um, a step back and understanding how you got there and what you need to do to um, fix the, the situation, whether it's with yourself, with others. Right. Um, it's not looking at it and, and saying, you know, it was just a one time thing like I. I got it every other time. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's about it's about understanding. Um, maybe maybe you didn't eat breakfast that day, and it threw off your whole day. Maybe um, you've just been feeling a little bit um, off lately. You need to figure out why that is. But it's taking a, a deeper look into the awareness behind what caused whatever is causing the issue and having the compassion to say, okay, now I'm going to try to help myself. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do to move forward and understanding that everyone needs help. Nobody's perfect. Um, It took me a long time to realize that you can't do everything by yourself. And I used to be so afraid to ask for help. Um, I used to think that it would make me look dumb um, and, and whatever it is, uh, everyone starts from, being a beginner you know nobody's mm-hmm. uh, nobody's for a good example of this is going to the gym like nobody knows what they're doing the first time they go to the gym right right <laughs> and so um it's it's saying that i don't need to be embarrassed because i don't know because nobody knows at first but i can continue to learn and one day become comfortable with it yes i totally agree with you uh, especially that gym mentality uh, that gym, um, example. Um, I definitely have been that kind of person who thinks that, okay, I'm going to step in here for the very first time. I need to not make myself look dumb (laughs) when I'm in here. So basically you don't want to look dumb in the gym, right? You don't want to step in there and think, okay, I know exactly what's going on. I know what I need to do. I know how long I need to be there for when in actuality, you don't even know 90% 90% of the equipment in there. Trust yep. me, I, there's been a couple of times I've gone backwards on one of them things, all right? <laughs> I'm facing the wrong direction. Uh, and it's just that idea of, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Everyone starts somewhere. And I, I like your idea uh, or what you had said before about um, always thinking that um, you're supposed to know. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to... Um, just already have that idea that you know what it is that you want to do or you know where it is that you want to go, whatever the case may be. But knowing that failure is okay, you know? And so coming to that idea of um, if I fail, I'm all right. It's such a hard concept to kind of wrap your head around. And trust me, I've never been that kind of person before in the past. I always thought failure was a bad thing. Don't do it. It's not supposed to happen. But in reality, it's probably the best thing that could happen to you because that's when you really understand 
what is good for you, what's not good for you, where is it that you want to go from here, or something that you're trying out that you want to really wrap your head around, that failing is not a negative thing. Failing is a good thing. And if you can get to your, uh, to, if you can get to that point in your mind that um, accepting that is such a huge thing. I think that Western culture really propels that idea of you fail. That's the worst possible thing that could ever happen. You have to constantly have success. Right. And I think that when we fail, we kind of take that as a sign to stop. And, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, failure means that you're, you're pushing yourself because if you think about it, you only fail when you're, when you're doing something outside of your comfort zone, because right. if you're in your comfort zone, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't have any, any problems. You're not taking risks. Um, I think that failure comes when you're constantly trying to grow, trying to do something new. And that's why it's the best thing for you, because right. if you, aren't doing those things, then you're not constantly striving to be better. And so it's really um, cool that you did mention that. Yeah. And I I like the fact that you mentioned about cultures too. I I will have to say in the Filipino culture, at least uh, my Filipino mother uh, definitely instilled the fear into my life uh, when it came to failure. Um, It always seemed like failure was not an option. Don't get D's or F's in school or else I'm coming down there and I'm beating your booty front of all your classmates you can't un- uh, even imagine how afraid i was <laughs> about, <laughs> about failing uh but as time goes on you start to realize like failure ain't that bad it's not it's not, it's not that bad if anything it makes you more human you know yeah. you're not you're not a machine you're not trying to be a perfectionist um you're just trying to know what it is that you're trying to do understand a little bit more of what that may be um, and if it gives you an opportunity to change route, pivot, maybe that's mm-hmm. a great thing. Yeah. Or like you said, you know, failing ends up making you a better person because of it, you know? Yeah. Try to learn from the experience however you can and going back to everyone's a beginner. So right. at some point you are going to have to learn, um, I used to do hurdles in high school and people used to constantly say, weren't you afraid of falling? Did you ever fall? And um, there was something that we used to say, and that's you aren't a hurdler until you fall, because Mm -hmm. if you don't fall, that means you're not committing to the jump. And I have really thought about that in my life. Like, am I committing to whatever I'm doing um, or am I too afraid to try? And so I've really tried to propel that idea into all facets of my life. And I think that it's, it's been pretty useful so far. That is awesome. I, I think that's so interesting. The fact that, you know, you had learned that through hurdling. Um, so kind of early on too, is just uh, kind of made you a more, I would say, well-rounded person. And the fact that you understood that right away, you know, yeah. that, not a lot of people get that opportunity to kind of stumble or fall um, so early in their life. Um, but I think that too is just because it didn't happen early on and it's happening maybe later on in your life, the fact that it's happening is a good thing. Give yourself the chance to fail. There you go. Try it out. See it, See what it's like. Get there over the go. fear of it. I think that we're all afraid of it. And once you do it once, you're like, oh, it's done. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. <laughs> See, so... these people, these people listening right now, they didn't realize that my camera had been cutting in and out throughout this whole entire conversation. <laughs> sure, it's a failure. Camera didn't work. All right. Well, the conversation still is happening, mm -hmm. and we're still moving forward. Like, still moving forward. It's fine. It's all right. The IT person is having problems. Yes, <laughs> it happens. Okay, there's your answer, Ayla. Self-compassion, it happens to all of us. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, this has been great so far, JR. And to round out the episode, I wanted to discuss how we can use compassion to love ourselves. So do you have any ideas? How do we use compassion to love ourselves? Say that's a great question. <laughs> Uh, I, I think really just kind of what we've been talking about, right? It, it's that culmination of everything um, that we kind of discuss when it comes to um, loving yourself, loving the people that are around you, understanding where people are coming from and knowing that you might not have all the answers, um, but there are people that are out there that could have the answers for you. And really just kind of that idea of understanding one another and others' beliefs or ideals or um, whatever it is that is going on in the world. Just being open enough to accept those kind of things and really that idea of being compassionate and just wanting to help or wanting to contribute to whatever it is um, other people are doing or involved in, uh, I think really is kind of the, the necessity of life. Yeah, greatly said. And I'm going to cheat a little bit here because I found an answer online that I loved. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read it to you. So it says that the answer is to stop judging and evaluating ourselves altogether, to stop trying to label ourselves as good or bad, and simply accept ourselves with an open heart, to treat ourselves with the same kindness we should show to a good friend, a stranger, or anyone we know for that matter. And I think that when I when it comes to loving yourself, it it comes to loving the process and knowing that it's ongoing. Loving yourself isn't one and done. Mm -hmm. I didn't just decide a couple of years ago that I love myself and I'm going strong today. It's something that you're yeah. actively choosing every day to say, you know, I love myself today. I, I wasn't as good as I, I feel I could be, but I know that with the compassion I have towards myself that um, I can understand where I'm coming from and, and I believe that I can improve. And it's, it's again, looking at accepting ourselves with an open heart. And that's probably my greatest recommendation. That is beautifully said. And I think we should probably end it on that because it ain't going to get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's been a great episode and I'm so excited for future conversations with you. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to where this uh, kind of goes from here. And I hope that the listeners out there enjoy this episode. Um, there are many more to come from here. Um, but most importantly, I appreciate everyone. I appreciate you too, Ayla, for appreciate joining you. us for the conversation. So yeah, thank so, you. Thank you. JR, and thanks everyone for listening. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, this is a conversation and we do want to hear what you think. So be sure to check us out on Instagram and let us know what you feel about compassion. Absolutely. Well, until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.